0: What's good Wizards fans welcome to the Locked On Wizards Podcast. It's your host, the real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott. Today we have special guest Troy Halliburton. We're going to talk about the Tommy Shepard firing and what happens next with Bradley Bill, Porzingis, and Kyle Kuzma. Let's get started.
1: You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: So thank you guys for making a lot of wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code NBA for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And today we have special guest Troy Halliburton, who gave us a little hint the last time he was on saying that he didn't know Tommy Shepard was going to be back. He did give us a little hint. How are you feeling today, man? Man, I feel
2: I feel vindicated. I'm like the Hulk Hogan gift, you know. put all the haters that are out there, you know, look, I I don't want anybody to ever question when 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 I say something about this team. You know, sometimes you don't you don't hit on everything. That's why you don't put report in front of every tweet. But when I tell you that 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 I keep my boots on the ground with what's going on with this team, and if I say something. I didn't just pull it out of thin air, you know, like this mm. this stuff is real. And, and and having sources within the organization is something that I definitely pride myself on.
0: Mm. Yeah. Troy Houdini, man, you heard it here first, man. You heard it here first. <laughs> he came up with the news. Um, so first question, I was going to say how surprised were you that Tommy Shepard got fired? But I guess, you know, you weren't much you weren't very surprised. Um, I, I was a little bit surprised, though. I'm not going to lie. So I, I, I always I knew
2: that his job was in jeopardy. And, and the thing is like, I mean, if, if we want to go through like, you know, talking about Tom and his tenure with the Wizards, man, I I I, I started hearing rumblings last year when uh you know when, with with the whole monumental basketball thing, I think that I think that once you have started having guys started leaving the organization last year, I think that, that, that there was a little bit of, of smoke around there being a little bit Of tension within the Wizards organization and so you know I think that 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 Tommy definitely wasn't self-aware of of the things that were going on within the organization because you know we're going to talk about this uh, you know later on but you know like what he did at the trade deadline by not doing anything you know I thought that was a guy who was very comfortable with his position and coming back to the organization and you know, I, I just, I just don't think that 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 he really saw this coming. So I was a little bit surprised, but like I said, I had been hearing that for for well over a year.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. Um, Sashi Brown was a part of the staff. I remember he left when when um, Sashi
2: Brown left. That was that was my first indicated that 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 it wasn't all right in in monumental basketball.
0: Right. And um, in his presser, um, I know Hoop District they asked him. Um, Did he talk to Tommy Shepherd about coming back? (laughs) He
2: myself? No, no.
0: Why would that be a question? (laughs) Right, and and Tommy was so sure of himself that he was coming back. Um, But the timing was a little weird. Um, What sense the pressure did you think uh, made Ted come to that decision? Was it? Um, them just not making the playoffs or was it, you know, seeing other players play better, play better, like Rui, another Washington Wizards player go and leave and, and play better. Um, what, what was something that you think flipped the switch for Ted Leonsis?
2: Well, Tommy didn't have a plan. Yeah. He probably sat him down and had a meeting to ask him what the plan is. And Tommy doesn't have, he didn't have one. He never had one. And that was the thing. I think that, that he was allowed to kind of skate by without having any accountability of actually having a concrete plan or vision for the future and we just allowed his silver tongue to kind of spin everybody in the, in, the, in, the, in this cycle of just never ending mediocrity and he he never had a plan and so I think once Ted finally came to the realization that this guy might not have a plan and maybe a couple of those really Hashimura games he, he probably said you know enough is enough 100% 100%
0: um, so I did want to talk about the, uh, reports from Tom Levero as well with how, how you, um, I don't, I'm not sure if you have familiar with those reports. I, I uh, saw, I,
2: I haven't, yeah. I haven't heard what, 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 what Tom Levero has heard. Um, that, that, that Ted has, you know, fallen out of favor with, with, with Bradley Bill. I haven't heard that. So I'm not saying that his report isn't true. I'm just saying that I haven't heard that. So. Um, You know, as far as my understanding, I think that, that 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 Ted is probably more concerned about shelling out being close to the luxury tax and, and, and not making the playoffs than he is about just specifically being upset with Bradley Bill. I think it's just an overall encompassing thing that they're paying too much money for for them to not be making the play in tournament.
0: Mm, right. That makes 100 percent sense right there. So we're going to get more into talk about Bradley Bill and Kyle Kuzma's future and how this affects them. Uh, But before we do get into that, today's episode is brought to you by Ibotta. Grocery school shopping and getting a little something for yourself, you know you're already doing it, so why not get cash back for it with Ibotta? Watching your closet grow after purchasing all of the season's latest trends, how about also watching your cash back grow with each purchase, purchase with Ibotta, we're always throwing money at something. Kids' school supplies, a new house project, the list goes on. It's time to stop spending your hard-earned money without getting anything in return. Enter Ibotta. You can earn cash back on every shopping trip. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items, from produce to personal care to pantry goods. Either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and get your cash back. It's that easy. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just, just for trying Ibotta. By using the code LOCKED, when you register, just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use code LOCKED. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code LOCKED. Today's episode also is brought to you by Ultimate, game time, Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. Please down the, download this app and test it out to speak to any all-personal experience. Ultimate Bro, Pro Basketball GM is the coolest game I've ever I played in a long time. I've always thought of, I could be a great NBA G, GM, as it turns out. It's not all that easy. If you had the same thought and have fantasized about managing your own basketball franchise, go and download Ultimate Pro Basketball GM right now. This game allows you to manage every strategic aspect of a franchise playing through seasons and leading your franchise and fans to glory as you build a historic dynasty in the simulation you're responsible for. All Always in a challenging and realistic game world, Ultimate Pro Basketball GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. Locked on listeners get a hundred percent free boost to their franchise when using the promo locked on in the game store. So make sure to check it out to download the game. Just visit probasketballgm.com, scan the code, or look in, look it up on the app stores as probasketballgm.com. Ultimate basketball GM, start your dynasty today. All right, Brandon, I,
1: yes, sir. So let's, let's talk about Bradley Bill a little bit. As you know, let's talk about the Brad. Super, yes, sir. So with the no trade clause, if you decides to wave that and ask out. What are the top three destinations you can see if we indeed had to move Bradley Bill? Uh
2: you know, that, that's a tough question, Brandon. If I first I think I don't think I don't think it's quite time for, for 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 Bradley Bill to be requesting a trade at this point. I think I think we're still a year away from that. Um yeah, I, I'm hearing that you know this is weird. I, I'm hearing that Brad really wants to get that Wizard's all-time scoring leading record. <laughs> And he's like 200 points away from it. And it's really – so I think if, if nothing else, he wants to come back and get this record. I, so I think that th- this relationship will last at least another year. So um, – so, but, but if I were to look at, at teams that I think that would be interested, I, I think that the Brooklyn Nets would probably be a team that would be interested because they have an ownership group who has invested so much money in them uh, – you know, as far as you know, everything within their organization, they're they're spending a lot of money, and you know that they, they have the assets to go out and probably trade for a quote unquote, you know, um, superstar player. So I, I think I think that that would be my first option to look at. I think that uh, you always got to consider the Lakers because you know they they, they still managed to keep one of those draft picks they had. And and you know, they, they they have some young talent that they might uh be able to to, to 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 shell out, you know. They they and they seem to have a great trading relationship with the Wizards over the last couple of years. Uh and then lastly, I, I think we I think I would probably look at the Clippers too, because you know, they they they're getting ready to be moving into a new building in um uh, and in, in the beginning of the 24th season. And so whether that means maybe trading Paul George or or maybe trying to make one more run, packaging together everything else they got. But the thing is about the Clippers, they actually have, you know, young players and, and young assets. So if they had to package everything they could to try to go out and, and, and get a third star to pair with Paul George and Kawhi, I think that that might be an option. Uh, yeah, the, that for, for for right now, I think I think those are three solid uh, choices. But I, it, I don't think there's going to be a lot of people beating down the door to try to get Bradley Bill, unfortunately.
1: Now, looking at his relationship with uh, Tatum, do you think Boston could ever be a destination, or you think Boston would quickly hang up the phone?
2: Yeah, I, I don't think that Boston is interested in trying to trade Jalen. Even though, well, although I think that they might, their feet might be put to the fire uh, when when, when Jalen Brown's uh, contract is getting ready to come up. Because if he tells them he's out, then, then they got to get something for him. So I think that you know, I think that that's something to uh, to to look at. But from my understanding that, you know, Boston was never really serious about, you know, trying to trade to get Bradley Bill. You know, I, I think that they're they they they're just happy with what they have so far.
1: Got you, got you. So you're on an assumption that one more year with Bradley Bill going forward. So assuming I, I, that.
2: I feel very safe and confident saying that it, it'll be one more year. Because, like I said, for multiple reasons, I think that Brad, I think that it'll look better for Brad if he does, yeah. if he gives one more year and then asks out. Like if he leaves right now, it'll kind of almost be like bailing. Like, yeah. like, like, and I think that, that would not go over well within like the, 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 the Wizards community, the Wizards fandom. And I think all of that stuff kind of matters to him that he wants to, that, you know, even if he does leave, I think he wants to be remembered as, you know, a, a great and be able to come back here and, and you know, kind of put in a little claim to the city. And I think that it's important to him, like I said, to, to uh, get that Elvin Hayes uh, scoring record. He's less than 200 points away, like I said earlier. I think that that's, I, you know, as 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 you know, as crazy as that sounds, I think that that's an actual thing.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, he was very upset about his 2K rating. He was upset about the All-Star game. He was upset about uh, not making the All-NBA. So accolades are very important to him. Just like, you know, he's not the only one, but, you know, yeah. we've seen him be very vocal on, social media about not getting a good 2k rating so i'm not surprised that that's something that he wants to uh, uh certainly get so um but do you have any inklings that ted is actually going to let the new gm like what if the gm does come in like how bob myers did and they wanted to trade monte ellis or how uh masai ujiri finally gave up on Demar DeRozan and kyle lowry and just made a trade with demar um do you think that ted is going to give the new gm any chance to uh, trade any of these guys like Kuz, Porzingis, or Bill, or that he really wants the new GM to run it back again?
2: Well, I know. I think the Kuz, Kuzma and KP are definitely on the table for possibly getting traded. Like, I think that you know, they, they there is no like uh, I don't know, allegiances, like with as far as you know, like, be, be, like the, the front office was negotiating contracts with both of them, and the guy who was doing those negotiations is not out the door, and so I think that when you look at, at Brad, like that, Brad has that history here. And so I think that there will be more consideration as far as, you know, trying to make it work with him. I think those other guys are probably viewed as assets. And, you know, if, 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 if the, you know, they can't come to some type of agreement, then I think that, you know, they very well could be on the move. Now, I think with, with Porzingis, you know, I think he he's probably the person who gets affected by this the most. I think that there's going to be a market for Kuzma and and because he's he's not going to be making, you know, what Persink says, a $36 million option. Like, I think that, uh, you know, it'll be tough for him to find $36 million out there on the free agent market. And so he might be looking at a situation where, you know, if he was in the middle of negotiating a, a longer-term deal, that if that doesn't come to fruition, the his best course of action might be to pick up that option whereas kuzma i think that you know i think that there could be teams out there that could you know move some things around and get 20 million dollars uh, in salary cap space to get kuzma so you know i think that you know they're, they're probably but they're but again like they're always signing trade options but the, to answer your question as far as what ted will let the gm do i think that that really kind of all depends on who comes in as gm and so I know we're going to go over, you know, a few names that, you know, uh, that, that people have been, you know, throwing out there. But, you know, and, and when it comes to Bradley Bill, one, one more quick thing. I think that it'd probably be best to have him play again because I don't think his value is as high as it would be to get an optimal return on Bradley Bill at this point. I think I think it would be it would be best to, for him to come out there and, and show teams that he can play again so that you can get an extra first round pick or two. Because right now, I don't think that you're going to be getting that, you know, that major, major package for barely Bill that that they probably could have gotten two or three years ago.
0: Right. Yeah. Brad had he didn't he stopped playing in before the All-Star game. So the injuries, you know, he's missed a couple of games. So that's against them.
2: He's missed Uh, more than a couple of games games over the last two seasons.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's It's more than a couple of games. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he played 50 games. He played 50 games this year, 40 games in 2022. So yes, he yeah. has missed uh a, a new. Numerous... Yeah, of a possible
2: 162, he's played 90 games. So yeah, that's not mm-hmm. uh I need yeah, to said
0: he was entering his prime. If,
2: if yeah, if I'm gonna be giving up four or five <laughs> first round picks for him, he would be like, I need to see the guy like play on the court, you know, 25 games in a row at least, like something.
0: <laughs> right. And uh we're gonna get a quick word from Brandon. We're gonna talk about West after the break.
1: Yes, sir. Before we move on to talk about West tonight's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Are you buying tickets to your favorite events? And should But it shouldn't be stressful, right? Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals and last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over tickets and getting hyped for the fun you will have. Game Time is a place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals and tickets for football, basketball baseball concerts comedy theater and more the game time guarantee means you always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section in a row for less game time will credit you 110 percent of the difference It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly where your point of con- vision is buy tickets in a matter of seconds two taps and you're set tickets are sent directly to your phone so never have to dig through your email standard tickets without the stress with game time Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the promo code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Tonight's episode is also brought to you by Nissan Aria. And if I'm going to compare the the Nissan Aria to the most electric player of the week, I'm going to make that player Russell Westbrook. All right. So how do you compare it? They're electric, brilliantly fierce, fiercely elegant. Stunningly powerful, elegantly powerful. Drivers in duality, a combination of fierceness and elegance. Beautiful but strong. <laughs> the perfect SUV crossover. The 2023 Nissan Aria packs a pin you to your seat, power, and premium intelligence all in one electric vehicle. The all new, the all-electric. 2023 Nissan Aria, the electric vehicle for people who love to drive. Shop today at nissan.nissanusa.com.
0: That makes me want to get a Nissan right now, man. <laughs> 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 But, yeah, so West Unsell Jr. was brought back. Um, what are your thoughts on that? What does that kind of tell you about, um, you know, the new GM having control over everything? Because typically you bring in a new GM, you would want them to have the keys to the car, um, you know, Nissan, whatever, you know, you want them to have the keys to the car and let them pick their guy, let them pick their head coach. So what were your thoughts on that whole uh, transaction with bringing West Unsell Jr. back?
2: Well, I mean, you're bringing logic and reasoning to a situation where you're dealing with the Wizards, where they've shown you for decades that they have no sense of logic or reasoning. So, I think that that and so the the decision that they made and they put that announcement out there and they put it out there with several different people. So, I you know we got to believe it that you know that they want West to come back. You know, Tommy was saying that beforehand, and you know this seems to be the same message afterwards. I to to be honest, I think that. I mean, his father's bus hangs in the hall. It's, it sits in the hallway of, of the arena. Like, I think that has bought him this extra year. Like, if, if, like, if, like I, his, his father's jersey hangs in the Raptors. They have a bust statue of, of, of him hanging like, or sitting in, in the arena hallway. Like, I think that, you know, his father's name has bought him another season. And I don't think that, you know, the, the, the new GM, I think that he'll be okay with that, knowing that – that if it doesn't go left, then he can always get rid of him next year. Like so, I think that you know I, it doesn't make any sense as far as like like you're saying, Ed, like in, in most situations, a new GM would come in and be able to bring in his own people and make his own hires. But that's not something that you know the Wizards are you know famous for 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 doing the things that make sense. So, but like I said, I think that that his father's legacy has has pretty much earned him this 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 lame duck year. And it's up for him to, you know, see if, see if he can sink or swim.
0: Yeah, I, I, I hate to call it a lame duck year, but I think it is. I think it is too. <laughs> it not, just, you uh, got to
2: call it like that's the thing about yeah. what's, we we got to start calling stuff what it is. Now, I hate to call it a lame duck year, but it is what it is. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. It's, it's it just feels like the quarterback situation when a new coach comes in, new owner or new GM, and they got to play that quarterback for one year. They don't really like the quarterback. But he's here, so we got to see what the quarterback can do. And if we don't like him, then we'll trade the quarterback that was drafted in the first round last year. So that's that's just what it kind of feels like. Um, exactly you say exactly what it
2: is. And so I mean, I think that I mean, I mean, Wes, Wes, so, he's been around this business long enough. He he understands that. He understands that he hasn't been the best at, over these two years, you know. And and you know, some some in his defense, some would say that how can you coach when? You don't have any. You, you don't have any personnel to, to go out there and 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 actually get the job done. So you know we'll see. Like I I personally haven't been that impressed with his tenure as the Wizards coach so far. But you know like I said, I, I I'm curious to see what he can do with you know a different grouping of personnel. I mean, if they run it back like they did last year, then maybe could see if he can get this group to buy in more. You know there are different. There are a lot of different story angles to look at here. But yeah, no, I, I, I think that he's definitely er- bought himself at least until, uh, Christmas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'll say this about West, man. Um, I think it's a tough situation he came into. I'm gonna say this because, you know, being a first time head coach and going to a situation where you have established veterans and yet you have young guys who are fighting for playoff spots. And I, and I'll say this, he probably had an easier job this year than he had last year. Cause people were fighting, literally fighting for minutes. But you know, I think that maybe if you put him in a situation like a rebuild where he can, the GM can kind of find the pieces to implement his defensive system. I'm kind of intrigued to see how he does with a young cast, but I mean, do do you think that that's where his success may lie? Or do you see, do you see that he could be successful with this veteran core going forward?
2: Does he have a defensive system? I'm not sure. I don't, I, I I honestly, (laughs) honestly, when, when, when we start evaluating some of the stuff, like, I mean, the guy blew a 35-point lead. Like, that was last season. You know, I'm talking about the season before last. Uh, This past season, they were were blowing 20-point leads left and right. Like, I mean, that's X's and O's coaching. Like, we can get on personnel as much as we want. I mean, 35-point lead is the second largest lead blown in the history of the association. Like, I mean, this guy's breaking records out here as far as bad coaching. And so, like, I, I I think that, you know, that, like, he, he's got to come out here and, and really show that, number one, that he can maintain control over a locker room. When you look at, you know, the, whatever, happen, whatever the hell happened between Kyle Kuzma and Spencer Dinwiddie and, and the rest of the guys on that team, like, that locker room blew up last year. And he just, to me, from my understanding, just sat back like a babysitter and let it all happen. And so... To me, like, that's, that's beyond even the X's and O's of what's going on with the team. So, like, to me, he's got to come out and show that he can control, he can be the leader of men first and foremost. Then let's see if he knows what he's doing as far as the X's and O's and the basketball stuff, and can he stop blowing the big big leads? Like, th- these are three things that he's got to have on his whiteboard going into this all season.
0: Yeah, 100 um, percent. They led the league and in, in, uh, blowing leads of having 15 plus or more. Uh, me and Brandon talked about him being a leader man. Like you said, uh, last year, um, guys fighting in the locker room and the report that the prisoners are running the asylums, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera, with all that stuff. Um, but my last question before we wrap up this part one, before we get to part two with GM candidates, um, if there was one move, one draft pick, one trade. Uh, which move was the worst of Tommy Shepard that you think led to his demise? Well,
2: clearly uh, drafting Denny Obdia over Ty- Tyrese Halliburton. I mean, that, that decision right there cost him his job. Like, because if he drafts Tyrese Halliburton, he's still here. The Wizards probably mm-hmm. make the playoffs that, this season. And, and, and everything is, you you actually have a vision of a foundation to be able to move forward. That decision was the worst decision and it cost him his job. Like if, and if, and if we're being honest, like, I know that, you know, Tyrese has come out and said it, you know, but I've been saying it this the whole time, that that was the pick. He was getting picked by the Wizards. And then all of a sudden he wasn't because, honestly, the Wizards got screwed by teams not drafting Denny. If somebody would have took Denny in front of them, we would have Halliburton and everything would be different. But because Denny fell to them, Tyrese is an international scout. I mean, and, uh, and Tommy's an international guru as far as scouting. And he has to go with Denny, and now everything is different. And now, now, now he's out of a job. But don't cry for him, though. You know, his 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 checks will still be cashing. So don't <laughs> shed not one tear for Tommy Shepherd.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, we definitely, we definitely won't. We know Tommy will probably get another job somewhere um as a scout or something like that. You get a uh, job.
2: Nothing. you can get paid to not do nothing. you can just
1: chill. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Troy, we want to thank you for coming on for part one. I just want to make sure you guys check out uh, NBA Game Time and uh, make sure that you make Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now, every day is tomorrow on the show. We're going to have Troy Halliburton talking about GM candidates. So we just want to thank you guys for listening. Hell to the Wizards. Peace.